LDL, the new year, the same league. Let's go in, Louisiana, Dynasty League, we got 12 teams of one looking for a repeat. Sash Rude took the bell last year, but Billy Badass was something to fear. We got them podcast boys, and you ain't hating. I can miss the big D and mass haters stay hating. The block is hot every day of the year, and we got Bobby Lee Swagger trying to flex to get a high tier. You talking prospects? See Tyler, cause that man be dropping articles, you know they straight fire. And lights out, call it fade to black. Lamar is coming at you with that non-style rushing attack. Who's next? Andre's here with them big bad running backs and hits you like a Goldberg spear. The dark side, Storm Cooper, order 66 and giving and watch the new John Calvin's head trooper. Don't leave him out, we still got Shelby. Some say sold out, but they all just jealous. It's 2020, new season is here. Who's headed to the top? Who's bringing up the rear? And I got five on it, it's the best damn league. These the best damn owners that you ever have seen. Eyes open, you better watch out. Cause LDL coming to the top for that slave for crown. Let's go, New Year. The boys are back. One hell of a year. All right, boys. Welcome back to the pod. It is Wednesday, September 16th for us. And we are back with pod number one of the 2020 season. Hayden, how, how is it to have football back in your life? Uh, you know, it's pretty good. I didn't know if we were going to have it or not. Um, I can say I'm especially glad to have it now that um, 1-0, you know, got off to a good start. So no complaints there. And uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Me too. It was kind of a surreal week, but – now that we're back in the flow, I think it all feels kind of normal. So, mm-hmm. well, all right. So we're gonna do the we're gonna keep the same structure as last year. Uh, we'll start off by going through the trades. So we're just gonna two, do the two major trades that we've had recently. Uh, the first one was controversial. Apparently, we had uh, a wide variety of opinions on it um, between me and Alex. I got Robert Woods, Miles Sanders, and a fourth rounder for Michael Thomas, Pittman, and a third rounder. So I, for, from from what I've heard around the league, Hayden, you and Brandon were on my side of this trade, and almost everyone else was on Alex's side. Right. So so what, what were your thoughts on it when you first saw it? Um, well, I was not happy because I had been trying to get Miles Sanders from Alex for a while. Um, but yeah, I think I like your side more. I mean, I think, I guess I'm just higher on Sanders than most people. Like I would put him, like if I was in a a startup dynasty draft and I was in the pick, I would take him in like the top five, but if I was in like the back end of the first round, I would definitely consider taking Sanders. Um, and I mean, how old is he? 24, 23? Uh, he, yeah, at the he, most. And, I mean, Thomas is, like, 27. Um, I mean, I know Thomas broke the record last year, but, I mean, you would think that's, like, his peak peak. Like, he's not even going to, you know, he's not going to get that again. Um, and I think Robert Woods is solid, but, um, 
especially. I mean, he looked really good week one. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I just don't see that. I mean, people are gonna, may think this sounds dumb. I just don't see a huge difference between Sanders and Thomas by themselves. So, I thought getting Woods was kind of just icing. So, But, obviously, I mean, I think Brandon thinks the same way. But if we're the only two out of <laughs> 12 that think that way, then maybe – we need to uh, reevaluate, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, if if you knew, like, obviously, you know, we know now that Thomas is hurt. But I think yeah. we kind of have to throw that out. Like, assuming mm-hmm. he's he was healthy for 16 games this year, like, if we knew that he was going to repeat last year, then I definitely lost the trade. But, you know, like you said, assuming that regression and he comes back to just, like, a normal Michael Thomas year for the rest of his career – I agree. I don't think there's a huge difference between Sanders and Thomas straight up. I mean, Thomas will score more points, but Sanders is a running back. So he's, yeah. you know, his position value add helps out. And I like Woods a lot. So I, I was just desperate for a running back. Um, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't have a lot of depth. And Alex was really the only team that had like three or four really good running backs who I thought would be willing to even do this trade. So. Yeah, I mean, I get I get the point of, like, the whole Eagles thing, never using a workhorse. And, I mean, Sanders has never done it. So, I mean, that's a point there to where, I mean, he hasn't gotten that full workload before. Um, but, who knows? I mean, we haven't even – Sanders didn't even play week one, so we haven't even got to see what he's going to be like. So, true. who knows? Yeah, and um, I'm going to throw out there, too, I, I did offer – several other Michael Thomas trades that were shut down. I offered Thomas for Clyde straight up that was rejected. And I offered Thomas for Zeke and Pollard and that was rejected. So like, I think that right there tells you like how much the league values running backs. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I was a little surprised by all the backlash that I got, but we will see how it turns out. Um, And then I guess like the Pittman piece, um, I don't really know what to think about him. Like I like him as a player, but I don't think we'll know for a couple of years, like what he's going to be. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, I think we covered that one. So the second big trade was Brandon and Hunter. So Brandon got Kenny Gall- Kenny Galladay, Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers and Hunter got Sutton. David Montgomery and Gardner Minshew. So what were your thoughts on that one? Um Sutton, Montgomery, Minshew. I mean, it's basically I mean we you basically throw Henderson out, I guess. Um but I just broke it down. So like Galday, I would take I would say Galday's top ten dynasty receiver and Sutton, I'd say top twenty dynasty receiver. So Gall I think Galladay gets the win there. Uh, and then Akers and Montgomery, I mean, me and Brandon were talking about it. And maybe I'm just lower on – like, I'm pretty low on Montgomery. Uh, I mean, I know he was good in college, but – and, I mean, the Bears were kind of a disaster last year. So, he could end up still being good. Um, he just didn't – last year didn't look good at all. And then, I mean, Akers – I know Michael Brown looked good week one, but I think Akers – I mean, he's just a – I mean, he was a good prospect coming out of college. There's still some unknown with him. And, I mean, obviously – so, I'm leaning on the Brandon side. I like Galladay and Akers more than 
uh, Sutton and Montgomery. But I guess that's more because I think the Acres upside is higher than the Montgomery upside. And I like Galladay more than Sutton. But, I agree. Yeah, um, I agree. I like I like Acres more than Montgomery. Like I think Montgomery's kind of shown that he's just a plotter. Like I don't think he's anything special. I think Akers has the potential to be like a top 10 running back. Um, he's got to earn that job, but I think he can do it. Um, and then I mean, Montgomery might be better this year than Akers if they don't give Akers enough carries. So yeah, that's there, fair. There is that, but, um, and I guess I didn't really, I mean, I know we all love the Jags, but he also has Lamar. So unless, I mean, I don't know what his plan is, but, and I don't know who his backup quarterbacks are. Um, so if you really needed a backup, that makes sense. But I guess trading for a quarterback as like a piece, I guess didn't make sense. But um, who knows? Maybe he has a more trade lined up or something. But I don't, I don't really get the Minshew love. I guess unless Jags fan. But uh, yeah, I guess he was just a throw in. I don't know. Yeah, and the only other thing I'll say is like for Galladay versus Sutton, like, I don't know. I could maybe argue that Sutton is, like, more talented in, than Galladay. Like, I think they're both really good players, but Sutton has a lot of, like, competition for targets. Like, yeah. Like, bet- between, you know, drafting Judy and then Noah Fant looked really good on uh, in week one. So, and then Galladay, like, I-, I can't remember who all. I think basically every receiver on their team is a free agent after this year. So depending on who they bring back, like assuming that he's one of them, um, I, don't know, I think his role is more secure than Sutton. So that, that's why I like him a lot more than right. Sutton. Um, no, I get that. And, like, yeah, they drafted Hamler. and uh, But I don't know. I think if Weewall thinks Drew Locke is going to be really good, then I guess that can make sense if they're both going to be there a while. But I guess it's just a preference thing. But I agree. Yeah, Galdez locked in. I mean, and he's the alpha there, so. Um, yeah, I guess we will see. All right, so let's move into our recap of last week. So I think the best place to start would be with the highest scoring team, and that was mm. Hayden's Velvet Thunder. Man. One, 194. Uh, Shelby put up a good effort, 166. Like, that. that's a, that's a tough score to lose with. But yeah. – uh, Walk us through uh, what went right for you. What went right? Well, I guess I'll go with what went wrong because if I went with what went right, it might take a while. <laughs> um, you know, Mixon kind of disappointed a little bit, but so did the Bengals in general. They just didn't look very good at all. Um, so he got me seven, and then Keenan Allen only got me seven as well. Uh, so they were kind of bummers. But besides that, I mean, uh, Devontae Adams – uh, eight Minnesota alive. Ridley had a super good game. I think what how many times did Matt Ryan Matt Ryan threw like fifty four times or something like that. So yeah, he had a lot of garbage time uh, yards. Yeah, I think that was expected. Uh, pretty high scoring game, but and then I mean just getting like twenty and thirteen, fifteen from different guys. Um, so it was nice to have. Um a good start week one, even though last year, I think last year I started four and and then just fell apart. So I guess I can't get too excited, but 
But yeah, like you said, I mean, Shelby scored 166, which usually is a winning score. Um, like I said, with the Bengals, Burrow, I mean, he only got 17. Um, then Eckler only got nine. But I mean, he had Josh Jacobs. If I was Shelby, I'd be very happy with Josh Jacobs. So, especially with all the receiving he got. So, at least he has that. Yeah, I agree. So, I guess my notes from this one, for, for your side, for Adams, like, I think he has to be, like, the clear-cut favorite to finish as the wide receiver one. Like, with the role he has, like, I think it's possible that he, like, has Thomas's numbers from last year. Um, mm-hmm. Just because he, I mean, he's the clear alpha. Like, the the offense looked a lot better for Green Bay. Rodgers looked, looked good. Um, so, I mean, you obviously have a stud there. I I think the interesting thing for both of y'all um, was the Chargers. So I watched a little bit of that game against Cincinnati, and th- their offense just looked awful. Um, mm-hmm. So for you know, in terms of Eckler and Keenan Allen, like I'm a little worried about both of them, like volume wise. Like if Eckler's not going to catch five or six passes a game, I mean he's not the guy that that we thought he was. So. And then I, I don't know about Allen. Like maybe it just it's going to take some time for the offense to get rolling. But if it, if that volume's not there, like he's obviously not a big play guy. Like you need you need the targets for him. So mm-hmm. that that was a little concerning. No, yeah, it uh, it's not the best looking star. I mean, that was kind of be to be expected though. Like they were supposed to be just like a slow paced, not a high volume team. So, I mean, once Phillip left, I kind of knew, I mean, Keenan was going to be downgraded. So, yeah. Um, but you could make an argument that he's like your fifth receiver. Like, you're, you're pretty stacked at, right. at, at receiver. So, he's a pretty good wide receiver five. Um, I, think that, I think we're good on that one, huh? Yep. All right. So, next we'll go to Alex and Jacob. Okay. Um, Golden Gods and Bobby Swagger. So Alex had the lowest winning score with 116. Um, he didn't have the greatest overall week. Um, it hurt him with, like, you know, Thomas only had uh, 4.7 and got banged up. Um, that was a surprise. Um, on Jacob's side, he had some injuries as well. So Mac with the torn Achilles. Philip Lindsay is hurt as well. I think he's questionable for this week. So he already had a thin lineup, and now it just got even thinner. Um, uh, I'm worried about Jacob <laughs> for the rest of the year holding on. I think uh, he would be a guy that, like, in terms of trading, like, if you have some extra depth on your team and you want to uh, maybe offload some of that uh, with those fringe players, he would be a guy to target. But – uh but yeah, pretty low scoring game overall. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, which I mean, yeah, like you said, it was surprising for Alex to have a low score. I mean, I know Jacob's rebuilding, so I mean, his team is what it is. Um, I saw. I don't know if you watched. Did you watch the Pittsburgh game, the Giants Pittsburgh? Some of it. I, I missed like the first quarter. Yeah, I mean Saquon was. I saw it was like. Um. 
the average he is like I'm reading it right now. He averaged negative point six seven yards before contact per attempt <laughs> that game. So I mean, he was just getting like right when he was getting handed the ball, he was just getting smashed. So, I mean, that sucks. I mean, he still finished with twelve, and I mean, he finished with six rushing yards on fifteen carries. So, um, so I mean, that Pittsburgh D's pretty good though. So. I wouldn't worry too much about Saquon, but um, yeah, low score match. But I mean, the champ, the last year's champ got the win, so I'm not too surprised. You know, he has a win, and he knows how to get wins, even when his team struggles. Yeah, he's scrappy. I think that's a, it's a sign of good leadership. Mm-hmm. Definitely good. Uh, good game plan. So mm-hmm. good win. Uh, next game, we'll do Brandon and Billy Badasses. Uh, not really surprised that Billy got the win. He seems to have um, a horseshoe up his ass most weeks, but uh, but no, he, he had a good week. One fifty um, is a pretty good score. Um, looking at my notes, let's see. So Hawkinson. So that was a trade from last year that I thought was interesting, or from the off season. So Billy traded away uh, Kittle for basically Hawkinson and a pick that turned into Lamb. And at the time, I didn't like the trade at all for Billy. But as time is going on, like, I'm becoming more and more sold on the idea that Hawkinson is going to be, like, an elite tight end, like, maybe even this year. Um, And he has Waller, too. So, I mean, he still has two good tight ends. But um, I really like Hawkinson a lot. He had a good week one, five catches and a touchdown. Um, On B's side, uh, so Chris Thompson was surprising to me. Like when, with everything that's happened with him, I, I assumed he would get like 15 or 20 touches. Um, and he had no carries and two receptions for six yards. So that was really surprising. Um, but on the flip side, on the same team, uh, Chenault, I think, looked really good and, and was involved right off the bat. So I think that's, uh, that's encouraging. I, I think he's set up to have a good year and, and a good career. But, uh, but yeah, good good win for Billy. Uh, yeah, I really don't have too much to add to that. Um, let's see. I mean, both decent scores. Uh, I guess the only thing I know Zach Ertz. I've heard a lot about contract stuff with him, so I don't know what he's going to look like in Philly. Um, and Goddard looked really good, but I'm pretty sure Brandon has Goddard. Yeah, he does. So, um. But yeah, I think you covered it. I mean, yeah, I also love Hawkinson, so uh, I definitely – I hope he's good. I have a lot of shares of him, so if he sucks, well, I'll be screwed. But, yeah, he should be turned into something. Um, and then CD, I think we kind of talked about it before. We just think those Cowboys receivers, um, like this probably going to be spread out pretty good, and I guess one of them each week will just have a really big game. Um. So that may just be how it is all year. But, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Cool. So uh, next we'll do Hunter versus Tyler. So fade to black and the flippy nips. Mm. Um, so this one was kind of low scoring too. Tyler got the victory with 125. Um, I guess for me to start off, so Cam, Cam had – 15 carries and two touchdowns. So I was kind of surprised by that. Like 
I mean, I think that's a very good sign for Cam, but I, I thought that I didn't think that they'd let him run that much, especially right off the bat. So yeah. I think that's a good, if he keeps running that much, he's going to probably be a top six or seven quarterback. Um, I did, I, I hate to like toot my own horn, but Le'Veon's performance and then the injury, I felt really good about that because in the off season, I, I dealt him uh, for mm-hmm. Thielen and, and some other pieces involved. But uh, sorry, Tyler, but uh, <laughs> the, the Jets just look like an absolute train wreck. Um, I don't know if you saw, but apparently he tweaked his hamstring and then Gase put him back in anyway, and he hurt it worse, apparently. Oh, no. I just... uh, so that, that's just insane. Like That almost sounds like he like wanted him to get hurt. Uh, so that, that, that team is a mess. Um, let's see. Okay. And the other thing for, for Hunter's side, um, from watching the Thursday night game, I was pleasantly surprised by David Johnson. Um, I thought he actually looked pretty good and he looked fast. Uh, I thought, you know, from the last time we saw him in Arizona, I thought he was dead, but I, I think he, he's set up to have a good year and I think he should have a lot of passing volume. So I think uh, Hunter should be happy about that. Uh, yeah, I guess not too much to add. I didn't know Hunter was starting Chris Conley. Did he have someone get hurt? I guess. He, uh, oh, uh, I guess can. I guess he didn't start Galladay. Yeah, that must. Be, yeah, okay. I guess that makes sense. Um. Uh, yeah, not much to add. Uh, you kind of covered everything. I will say I watched – I think Ruggs looked pretty good. He got hurt for a little bit. I know he only got nine, but um, – and Carolina sucks. But, man, he looks so fast. Um, but, yeah, I think that's I – got, I got a question for you. Yeah. So, so Tyler – he has a pretty decent team. Like he's got some good players, but he also has, let's see, he has like four or five first round picks. Yeah. For next year. So if you were Tyler, would you be offering those picks to try to contend this year? Or would you stay put and, and try to build for the future? Oh man. Uh because he got the one the win. He's one to know. Few, gosh, let me think. I, yeah, I mean, he's one to know. I think I sell just because Le'Veon, um, sell the picks or sell players? Sell the players because I think the players he has, I mean, Julio, I mean, he's still a monster, but he's probably got one, two years of elite, elite. Tyreek's good and young, so, I mean, he can still hold on to him. He doesn't have to sell him, but, like, selling Julio. um, And because, like, Gallup's young, Edwards is young, so he could really stack up. But uh, I'm I'm guessing he's just going to wait and see a couple weeks in to see what his record is. But, yeah, I think I'd sell the players. Um, Just because he already has so many picks. So, and I don't know. I don't know how much he's going to get for those picks. They usually the price he usually he usually get a lot the closer we get to draft season, and not as much during the season. So, yeah, that's a good point. All right, so 
we'll move on to uh, Andre and John Calvin. So this was pretty high scoring. Um, John Calvin lost with 137. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andre 163. Uh, pretty much same old, same old for Andre. He got to ride his two workhorses. Uh, Alvin and Zeke both had good games. Um, they let Russ cook. Mm-hmm. 31 of 35, four touchdowns. Uh, you know, he looked really good. You know he's never had an MVP vote? Yeah, I've heard that. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like because that's been talked about so much, like no matter how good he does this year, <laughs> yeah. he'll probably get a vote now. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, you have anything to talk about for that one? Uh, really, James Conner got hurt. Uh, it sucks. We're not surprised. It sucks to say it, but that dude's always hurt. I was surprised with DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I know he's a beast, but I was surprised how many targets he got. It sucks for the Christian Kirk owners because he got, like, one target. I mean, I have him in our home league, and goodness. Uh, yeah, he got me, I think, zero or one. Um, but, yeah, 16 target or 16 catches, 150 yards is pretty encouraging. So, I was not expecting that, especially going to a new team. Um, so, that was definitely good to see for John Calvin. And uh, so, Mike Evans only had one catch. It, it was a two-yard touchdown. But mm-hmm. uh, and I know he – I think he was playing through injury. But are, are you worried about Evans at all? Uh, not really. I know. I've been seeing people are worried about Evans and Gawain because they talked about how Brady didn't look great, but I'm not really too worried about Brady. I mean, it was his first game on a new team after he's been playing in New England for 50 years. So, um, yeah. not worried about Evans, really. I mean, I think him and Godwin, it's going to be like last year. They were both going to have – it may be one guy has a big game, the other doesn't. So, Yeah, and I, I know I saw a stat. I think Evans, like, has almost never had a good game against the Saints, with against Lattimore at least. So. Uh-oh. Um, and I think Lattimore was on him most of the game. So so that might – I mean, that comboed with an injury. I, I agree. I wouldn't be that worried yeah. about him. Well, I think Evans has had isn't, – isn't like him and Randy Moss the only guys to have over 1,000 yards the first five years or something like that. So uh, Wow, I had heard that. Yeah. Something like – some stat like that. So, I mean, obviously I think he's a beast. But, yeah, I'm not worried about Tampa Bay. All right, so then the last game was me uh, against Matt, and I felt kind of bad because this is kind of like, you know, playing, you know, a Division two school week <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> I, I had some guys out, and, you know, I still it still wasn't even close. So I, I feel kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> and that's for the negative eight on your defense. Yeah, I had negative eight point – let's see, 8.19 – uh, with the Vikings D that was pathetic. Um, but, uh, but yeah, for, for Matt's side, um, I think Dobbins is encouraging. Um, he, he had seven carries, but they looked like they were using him as like the goal line back from what I saw. Yeah. Um, and I know Ingram wasn't used very much at all either. So, uh, he, he might be taking that job a lot faster than I would have thought. So that that's encouraging. Um, for Kittle got hurt. Um, I don't know if he's going to miss this week or not, but uh, that that hurt him as well. So 
he, he did have some injuries that, that knocked his score down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, how much did you score, Warren? Yeah, you had a good score this week. So that Boston Scott didn't really do what people thought he was going to do. But, I mean, Miles Sanders is supposed to be back this week. Uh, you know, Matt has old Odell. Um, I think with his news recently, I guess it was fitting that Matt's team didn't do too well. Um, <laughs> you know, the whole, whole, whole stinker Odell. <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, so that kind of sucks that seeing him put up another bad score isn't the best. I know I'm sure Matt's not too happy about that. So, um, but Matt's rebuilding, I think. I, I still think he's rebuilding. I know he made the playoffs last year, but um, but it is what it is. I don't know. Um, I don't know what his picks look like for this year, but, yeah, not, not the best start for uh, – Haters gonna hate. All right, so that covers last week's matchups, um, and now we'll do our predictions for week two. Let me pull up the matchups. All right, so let's start at the bottom and go up. So Alex versus Shelby. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is interesting to me. Um, I really like Shelby's team a lot. Like. Yeah. This year and going forward, like I think the Clyde and Jacobs combo at running back is really good. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a bunch of like really high upside receivers that could blow up in any given week. Um, with I, I see AJ Brown is questionable. Like I, I know I was reading something about how he he didn't really look right last week, and they they think he might have been playing through an injury. So that's kind of scary. Um, I know Parker's pretty questionable as well. So I, I'm going to pick Shelby in this one. Uh, yeah, I think I'm with you there. Um, no Michael Thomas for Alex, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go Shelby with you as well. All right. Um, next one will go uh, Brandon and Jacob. You uh, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, let me see. Looks like Brandon is going two tight ends here. Playing a lot of Chenault, Swift. Uh, I think he has somebody or Oh, I guess Kenny Galladay. I don't know if he'll be back this week or not. Um, did you see Swift drop the game-winning touchdown? Yes, I did. <laughs> I, but I think I'm still going. I'm still going Brandon. I mean, oh, my gosh. My computer. Uh. I mean, like I said before, Jacob still – I mean, he's just, he throws a bunch of rookies and guys that don't – I mean, Adrian Peterson, yeah, Kendrick Bourne. Look, I'm, I'm going Brandon. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I do really <laughs> like Brady against Carolina. Like, I, I think Jacob has a few matchups that, that look pretty interesting. Um, but I, I think – he would have to have a few guys just go insane to, to keep up with the mighty Mako. So yeah, I'll, I'll go Brandon as well. Uh, next on the list is Billy and Andre. So two one and no teams. Um, I'm taking, this is surprising me because I usually don't pick against Billy. Cause my, I'm almost always wrong when I do, but I'm going to take Andre. Mm. Um, 
I think that what we saw out of Russell Wilson last week is encouraging. Like if they're going to keep passing as much as they did, he could be a top three quarterback. Um, and I feel like his baseline is so safe with Zeke and Kamara that they just get so many touches. Like he's got such a nice floor right there. So I'm going to go Andre. Not a bad pick, but it is not the right pick. But <laughs> I think Billy B is going to start off 2-0. and You know, I think he's hungry from last year not getting that championship belt. Um, so I like uh, – I mean, he gets to roll out Mahomes and McCaffrey every week. So, um, Andre's got a good team, but it's hard for me. I don't want to pick against Billy yet. So, going Billy B. Probably the smart move. Uh, next, we'll go John Calvin and Tyler. Mm. Um. Let's see. I guess we don't. Ooh, I don't know about Connor yet. This is interesting. I think he, he does have Benny Snell, so uh, if Connor did miss, he has a, a plug-and-play guy. Tough. Oh, gosh, this is close. But I think I'm going to go with John Calvin. It's Ooh. close. Very close. But I think I still go. Who is that? Who's this at second running back? No, Daryl Williams. Um, yeah, John Callen. So I am going to go with Tyler on this one. Um, he's got a couple guys who I think are in a good spot this week, like Emmanuel Sanders without Thomas could get a bump in targets. Um, I like Gallup against Atlanta. They got shredded by Seattle last week. Um, he's got a, a couple of good matchups. So I, I'm going to actually go with Tyler on this one. Oh. And then let's see. We've got two more. So next we'll do uh, Hunter and Matt. Mm. Uh, I'll go first. That, this one I thought about for a second. I went back and forth. But I'm going to take Matt. Um, I actually think, like, say Odell plays Cincinnati – Thursday night, like I, I could see that being a week where they just try to like force feed Odell to get the offense rolling again and get Odell going. Um, I'm worried like if Kittle doesn't play because that's a big piece for him. Um, but I like some of his other matchups, so I'm gonna go Matt. Yeah, uh, gosh, I think I agree with you. I think I go Matt as well. Um, I know I don't think Garoppolo looked great last week, but he gets the Jets this week, so that's nice. Um, it's pretty close, but yeah, I think Odell's probably going to get fed. You would think Chubb could run on the Bengals, so uh, yeah, I'm with you there, going Matt. All right, so that leaves us with the marquee matchup of the week, <laughs> the yeah. highest projected total. Um, we got the Hungry Hufflepuffs and Velvet Thunder. You going with the over or the under here? Oh, uh, wow. This is a high over-under. The over-under is at um, 324. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a high, that's a high total. Um, I, think, actually, I think I'd take the under on that. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'll, I'll let you go first. I, I assume you're going to pick yourself, but go ahead. Whoa, don't speak for me there. <laughs> um, let me look at the matchups. Yeah, I'm going to go with me. Um, I uh, I don't hate any of my matchups. It's kind of it's still pretty early to go off matchups, you know, because we really haven't seen too much. But Devonte Adams gets the line, so I'm not even gonna. I think we know what's going to happen there. Um, your guys have really good spots, though. I mean, Dak gets to play the Falcons, so um, you know what? I might I'm gonna take the over. Give me the over on three twenty, <laughs> whatever. All right. Let me write that down. Over three sixty. All right, three twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take the under. Um, I'm gonna smash that under. <laughs> and uh, I think I'm gonna hit my total, but I'm worried about you cracking hundred. Honestly, with that <laughs> shitty team. <laughs> no. So I'm gonna say the X factor for me, Jonathan Taylor. We got a taste of it last week. Limited action, but he had he had six catches. I think Taylor's going to have thirty a thirty point game this week. I think we're gonna, the world is going to be introduced to the Jonathan Taylor show, and he's going to be a top five running back for the next ten years. <laughs> Man, <laughs> dang! So I'm sorry that it has to happen against you, but like that's just the way it is. That's fine. No problem. Well, all right. So I think that covers everything. Um, did we have a trivia question? Yeah, I got. I found something. All right, a pretty quick one. All right. So can you name? So there's three running backs. So which three running backs had the most rushing yards after contact in Week One? After contact. Yeah, they're all starting running backs. So they're all the the lead dogs on their team. Okay. Um, well, I think Clyde had the most total yards, so I'll, I'll take him. Clyde? Yeah, he was number one with 106. Okay. Um, let's see. Who would have had to fight for their yards? Um, are they all running backs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what about – I feel like Malcolm Brown had a good game, but he broke a lot of tackles. Malcolm Brown? No, no Malcolm no. Brown. Um, I was hoping you go three for three. But all right, well. They all had good. No, not Henry. Oh, man. So I got. Um... They're all good. Like, they're all studs. All right, the two two guys left. One <laughs> super stud and one's a stud. McCaffrey? Yeah, McCaffrey's third with 70. Um, I kind of want to say Zeke, but I feel like he had a pretty easy going of it. Um, I'm between Zeke or Jacobs. One uh, of them's right. <laughs> I'm going to go with Zeke. Oh, it was Jacobs. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. Well. Should have trusted the gut. Yeah. There well, all right. Good first show of the year. Um, if anybody wants to be the guest on next week's show, just uh, let us know. You got anything else, Aiden? 
nope. Looking forward to week two. Um, I think that's it. If you want to trade any trades, send me off. I'm always open. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening.